Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That was a couple days ago. Key, how you feeling right now? I'm cool. It wasn't it wasn't bad today. I think it was like 45. It was fine. Yeah. Zubin, you don't know about Zero. these dances back in the day, Key. Remember those dances where you just be breaking in the sweat when you started dancing back in the day? I really didn't dance. Though. You didn't dance? You stood in the corner. You leaned against the corner. Hold up the wall. Yeah. I was on. I was breaking it down. No, because I... I just didn't feel good about... You didn't trust your moves? No, it wasn't the moves. It's just being hot and sweaty. If I find the air conditioning blowing out the ceiling, I can go and get that corner <laughs> and hold it up. Plus, you got better sightline vision when you, you know... You need to see the room. You need to see. I need to see everything around yeah, me. Point guard. I need to see who's the Who's walking in, who's walking out. You need yeah. to keep tabs of it all. I got you. So, Key has been cold this week. He let us know it. And apparently, some of you let... He know it on social media. That's another story for yeah, him. man. Social media, <laughs> what? Let him know. Oh, oh about being caught. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody was saying, "Go back to California. You soft. You this. You that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Whatever." So Key's been cold this week. He's warming up a little bit, but he's been cold on this quarterback all season long. Despite this guy coming up with the most dramatic play of the entire NFL season. Murray back to throw, flushed out, rolling left in trouble, slips a tackle, got to launch it. He does. Left side, into the end zone, jump ball, and it is. Is it caught? Is it caught? Oh, my goodness, it's caught. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. He caught it for a touchdown with one second left. I can't believe it. You've got to be joking me. Hopkins reaches up with three defenders around him and pulls it in, and the Cardinals lead it 32-30 with a second left. That's Dave Pash on Arizona Sports 98.7, the voice of the Cardinals. So this week, it's the big matchup, Arizona and the Rams. We were just speaking about it in our previous segment, 405 Eastern kickoff, by the way. On Fox, you are convinced Jared Goff is the man over Kyler Murray. Stats, whatever, eye test, anecdotal. But if Murray gets the best of him this weekend and Goff's reeling a little bit, some people are questioning some things. Sean McVay laid him to him just a little bit this particular week. We'll talk about that in a second. But if Murray gets the best of Goff, can you really say definitively? That golf is better than Murray. And let's just say Murray wins the game. I understand. If it's 3 nothing and the defense wins, you can't really <laughs> gauge the quarterback. That would be a bad NFL game. But but yeah. if Murray balls out and he's the reason they win over a fellow NFC West foe, would you consider putting Murray above golf in your rankings? No, I'm not going to consider doing that because I don't like that style. It doesn't I, matter I if you don't like it or not. I don't like the style. That's not for me. Jay will the hand. That doesn't matter. I don't like the style. It's just not for me. I don't like the air raid. I don't like wide open. I want a full back in front of my tailback. I want to tie it in in front of him. I want to run. Uh, I want to run downhill. I want to toss the ball. I want to do all of those things. I want to set things up. I want to play action. I just don't want a guy running around and heaving the ball. Blindfolded. Zubin, I don't like that. I didn't like the style of the way the Houston Rockets play. It still didn't take away from James Harden being in the top tier conversation. I don't, under, I don't understand that you can say that you think Jared Goff is having a better season. I can understand you saying, I, did I think not overall. say having a better season, Jason That was Williams. the question that we were asked. Literally. I did not who say is having, better okay, So who's season. having a better season, Kyler Murray or Jared Goff? was asked to me by Zubin, who would I take? The better quarterback. The better quarterback. And I said, Jared Goff, I didn't say anything about no damn numbers. I didn't say anything about no. I don't care that his uh, percentage, completion percentage is better. His interceptions are down. I don't care about that. I know if those two are on the board, what I like. I know what I like. 
and I don't like small quarterbacks. I'm sorry. Let me so you're not you. going with any of the numbers. Yours is just sheer like subjectivity to what you like. I, so no, you don't factor in any numbers into what you like. I it's like sheer I, I think Jared Goff can run a million different offenses. I don't think Kyler Murray can run a million different offenses. He's been in the air raid offense his entire career. High school, college, college again, and now in the pros. So if you start winning I with just one system, wanna, what does it matter? I just like Jared Goff. I like Jared Goff. Let me ask you, fellas, this. Just take a wild guess here. We asked everybody this morning on the Keyshawn, Jabel, and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, essentially what you guys are talking about. Who's having a better season? No, wait. So that was what I was answering. Who's having a better season? For the listeners, right? Yeah, you guys sure. were talking eye test. Who's the better quarterback? But for the fellas and the ladies out there, who's having a better season? It is an absolute blowout. It should be. Runaway. But who is it for? I think, it's for, I think it's for Kyler Murray. 84% have said Kyler Murray. Yeah, it's not it, even a question. Here's just one particular fellow weighing in at J underscore Sportsnet. Hit us up, Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. Appreciated quote. Feels like Murray's going to get more votes here simply because of the flash factor. Thank Goff, you. Goff is kind of boring in his approach. Thank but, you. But all in all, they're but, playing at a pretty similar level, completely different styles if play as well. That oh. dude, what's his name? Flash something? Uh, J what? underscore are, are, at Sportsnet. He knows what he's looking at. You get the, the the splash factor. It looks good. Running around the edge, 700 yards rushing. The Hail Mary pass to DeAndre Hopkins. Woo! Look, Sports Center highlights. Does, does it not help that the Stop, Rams have man. one of the best defenses there is in the league? Did, does, that, does that help? Like, is anybody going to factor that into it? When like, Jared Goff is on, man, he's cooking. I'm just being honest with you. When he looks bad, he looks bad. The opportunity for them to win the division or go to the Super Bowl, everything is going to fall on Jared Goff. If he turns the ball over, they're going nowhere. That is why Sean McVay said what he said. Asking a question about whether or not you're getting ready to bench him, that's just somebody throwing, oh, you're going to bench him? I could have answered that from Sean way here in New York. Hell no. He's not being benched. Use your brains. Now, here is the response from Goff on the criticism that has been lightly, let's be honest, this is McVeigh, lightly laying on Jared Goff to take care of the football and perform at a higher level. Jared Goff is hearing those critics, including his head coach. Here's what he has to say about that. If he was lying, I'd, I'd, I'd feel differently about it. He's absolutely right. And, and I, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. Um, you know, we have a great relationship and um, I'm accountable for myself. I, I need to be better than that. I need to take care of the football and, um, He's absolutely right, and, and I will. And I, I have done that for majority of my entire football career and, and will continue to take care of the football better. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Trevor Maddich, the national champion, will join us in three minutes on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line to talk about one of the craziest things in the craziest college football season on record. That's in three minutes. What do you make of Goff's comments saying, it's on me, I can handle it, no big deal? It's absolutely on him, and, and, and he knows it, and people know it that's watching. The Rams can go as far as he takes them. If he turns the ball over, they're not going to go anywhere. He knows that. And he has to do a better job at doing it. He's not getting benched, though. Who are you benching him for? What, what's behind him? I think John Wolford, I believe. John Wolford, Sean Mannion. Like, yeah. come on, man, yeah. stop. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not going to happen. He has to do a better job. He, he, I don't remember him ever putting back-to-back stinkers together. Early I, in his career, he was rough. You're just talking well, recently, that's, right? You would be rough under Jeff Fisher. I understand. Like, come on, but, man, stop. But, but there were a lot of people that were like, I don't even know if Goff I was it. one of them originally because I saw him at Cal. And I, I was like, 
Same oh, guy? No, it was <laughs> like this. <laughs> but Sean McVay changed everything. Totally. Changed everything. It's all about the coaching. It's all about the coaching. And I think he'll do a good job against Arizona. Sean McVay 6-0 against the Cardinals. And I just think that the Rams have a higher ceiling than the Cardinals right now. I don't expect the Cardinals have a chance to win the Super Bowl. I do think if Jared Goff plays at another level, the Rams will have a chance. How much do you guys take into account that both of these guys are in many ways being led and coached by QB whispers? Obviously, McVay's gotten a lot more experience at the NFL level. Being an- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. But obviously, McVay, you know, worked in Washington, worked under Shanahan. He's been a great position coach, quarterback coach, worked with Kirk Cousins. Kingsbury obviously has an association with Kyler going back to college football. But it is notable yeah, wait, that these two about, guys. Time out, Zubin. He said Cliff Kingsbury, and he just waved his hand and said, ah. Because USC's I don't like, just is it with you and the Cardinals, um, man. It's not. It's just that I don't buy into all the hype, man. I don't. I just that's not me. They're not the ones I creating I, the hype, though. I, key. I understand that, but I'm not one to buy into the hype. I'm not one to buy into the magical. Oh, he's so magical at his offensive play calling. And I'm not. I'm not that dude. I've been in enough offenses, Jay, as a player and around a brilliant minds on the offensive side and the defensive side. I've seen it. You've been around in basketball, brilliant minds and people like Coach K. You've seen it. You know. Come on, man. You know what it is. When they pumping it up, making it more than what it is. I'm just, I'm not that guy. That's all. I'm just not that guy that's going to buy into the narrative just because somebody's selling it to me. I'm just not. Man, I wish he was USC's offensive coordinator. No, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Because Every day would have been like going to confession with Key. Even though we're 3-0 and at USC right now. With Graham Harold or Harold Graham or whatever it is, Graham Harold, yeah, that <laughs> is that hair raid mess, right. and we're pulling our hairs out. Same school as Kingsbury. Yeah, it, yeah. we don't want that. <laughs> out of here. We're going to get Trevor Maddich in here to talk about one of the Horrible, craziest things. Man. I can tell you feel some certain way about it. You're not going to win. That They're winning race. games. Okay, ask Mississippi State in in Leach. I'm talking about the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm just talking about the system I know as a you whole. Are. It's terrible. It looks cool. You can get your numbers for Jay Williams and fantasy football. I, it just it's always you fu- do all of that. It's always funny about systems. Systems are terrible until you win championships. All I heard was that the triangle was terrible. I didn't until know. The triangle I don't know. Won champion. I'm just giving I you analogies know. in different sports. Until you know. win, systems terrible. They, they, I, I, they won six titles in Chicago and however many we won in L.A. with the triangle. So I'm okay. The triangle worked for me. I don't. It's only I'm applicable fine. when it works for you. Uh, the air raid. Why? I, I don't know how many times I got to tell you this, Jay. That wide open mess does not work. Would you have excelled in a system like that? If you had a really I good would, quarterback, would, if you played in a system like that, would, would you have excelled? Excel. Let me tell you something. Do you think you would have won games in a system like that? I would with the style excel. in which you play, Keyshawn? J- Jason Williams. Yes, I, I love when ex- you call him by my full government name. I would have excelled in the triple option. Because I was going to be the only person that's going to throw the ball to when they threw it. So, there you go. Any system worked for me. But in all honesty, that system, it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. You can't, win, you can't win big in that mess. You just can't. As many games as Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley has won, every time they get to the big boys, it goes south. Texas Tech putting up a lot of numbers. You can't. You're going to win your seven or eight games. 
That's what it is. Got to get a stop. Yeah, you got to get, get, get a stop. You just got man. to. I'm just telling you. So Jay won a national championship. Let's bring in another national championship winner, and that's Trevor Maddich on BYU's legendary championship team from the ADC. Robbie Bosco, us. baby. <laughs> Robbie Bosco. So you got to be too young for that one. Uh, Trevor, good morning. I know you also do a lot of analysis for the Washington Redskins in addition to your duties at ESPN. You've been doing that over the years. You know football in and out. Jump in on this discussion that Key and Jay have been screaming at for the last 10 minutes at each other. Well, I'll tell you what. The, you can win big. Thank with you. With the air raid offense. Thank you, you Trevor. absolutely can win big. You mentioned Oklahoma. Oklahoma has an offense that the big guys could not stop. Alabama, Georgia, in the playoff, could not stop that offense. The reason Oklahoma lost those games in the playoff was because their defense was atrocious. But it wasn't just spread the field and throw it 50 times like Mike Leach will do at Mississippi State. It is spread the field if you want, but they can also pack it in and drive the ball. Oklahoma, when they're on top of their game, which they are now, is a really good power running team in addition to the air raid offense. So there's all kinds of ways that you can run that thing. And if you run it well, the air raid isn't the problem. The Get him, Trev. Is the question. Get Trev, him, Trev. Trev. Get him, Trev. It hurts the defense. And to answer your question, they haven't won. They win games. That's all I'm saying. Put up points, well, statistics, and win games. A lot of people agree with you. But when Urban Meyer was running his really weird zone read, run the quarterback offense at Bowling Green and then Utah, Everybody said it wouldn't work in the SEC because the linebackers were too fast and they crushed your quarterback. So he goes to Florida and wins two national championships with two different starting quarterbacks, right? Chris Leak and Tim Tebow. Then that same zone read is now in the NFL to a more limited uh, way. So these are things that can work. You just have to work them in the right way. In the NFL, you can't run the air raid exactly the way most teams run it in college. I agree with that because it does hang out your defense if you run it that way. If you run it like Oklahoma does... All you have is a different way to get the ball from quarterback to receiver. Oklahoma is a better way of running, no question about it, but because they still have the air raid in there, Trevor, I disagree. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you know, we'll see. Arizona is going to be the real bell cow for this offense in its purest form that it's being run in the NFL right now. So we'll see how they do over the next couple of years. Indeed. Right. The one thing I think we can all agree on is everybody should get tested for tinnitus right after the program. <laughs> the hearing is going to – it's just like off the charts. We're bringing Trevor in this morning because he is a member of BYU's national championship team, his beloved alma mater, and they are in the spotlight again for a completely different reason. Not their ranking, but for a replacement, Trev. Liberty University having a great season of their own has an outbreak of the coronavirus. Their defensive coaching staff has been decimated. So they are not going to play Coastal Carolina on Saturday. Instead, Trev's BYU Cougars have stepped in. BYU, Coastal Carolina, college game day in the house in Conway, South Carolina, Saturday morning. Explain to me how Kalani Sataki, the head coach, and your alma mater are trying to get up to speed on such short notice and play a game in this small span of time to prep. You know, this is really tough for both sides, really. BYU's offense is kind of more traditional. They do some fun stuff, but it's not terribly out of the norm. The problem will be for BYU's defense against the Coastal Carolina offense because they're run heavy, and it's a, uh, an option offense that's very creative. 
They have traditional zone read concepts, but they also have elements that kind of remind you of some of what Navy does in the triple option, not just the double option. And so it's hard to get up to speed with that, and you have to devote extra players to the line of scrimmage because it's a triple option that might be coming at you in all kinds of creative ways. The problem, though, for defenses is that if you do devote those resources to the line, they have the quarterback in Grayson McCall that can torch you over the top. Their passing game is extremely efficient, and McCall's only thrown one pick all year to go with 20 touchdowns. So this is an extremely complex offense to get ready for, even if you have a full week. BYU found out about it, I think, two days ago. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. My, my anticipation is that it will be a high-scoring track meet with the BYU offense understanding that they're going to need to make up for their defense's lack of preparation. Trevor, you mentioned a, a last-minute notice scheduling Coastal Carolina, BYU, having to travel all the way from Utah across the country to South Carolina. If they win this football game, how does this help BYU chances in terms of making it a, a strong push into the playoff position? Well, for the playoff, I think coming from 13, even if they win this game, what they would need is alien abduction of several of the teams in front of them. I mean, they could get there, but it would be a, a miracle to get there. But it is BYU. Miracles have happened there. Uh, and ask Robbie Bosco that you mentioned, so I appreciate you bringing his name up. That's awesome. He was a quarterback in the national championship year. And, but I think that you've got a situation here that uh, BYU is more likely to get to a New Year's Six Bowl than into the playoff. But that's a big deal because they're independent. They get to keep all the money. And everybody is having a shortfall financially because of COVID. So financially, it's a massive thing. Prestige-wise, it's a massive thing for BYU to get there. And the committee has been saying for the last two weeks that it is BYU's schedule that has held them back. I thought the committee would give teams a little bit of leeway based on what COVID has done to a lot of teams' schedule and elevate the relative importance of what they see on tape over what they normally give to the importance of, of strength of schedule and, and things like that, the spreadsheet. But they haven't done that. This game, because Coastal Carolina is an undefeated team, ranked number 18, might be that game. If BYU can win and then beat San Diego State in their finale, this might be just enough juice for the Cougars to get into the New Year's Six. Trevor, what's the reaction been in Provo of BYU being ranked 13th in the CFB's last rankings? Wailing and gnashing of teeth. <laughs> I mean, people couldn't believe it. Because when you watch BYU on tape, I think the consensus is, this isn't just BYU fans, the consensus is that the Cougars are somewhere in the 7, 8, 9, 10 realm. And to put them at number 14 and then 13, that was kind of weird to folks. But it's reasonable for the committee to do that if they give the normal weight of value to strength of schedule that they normally do in non-COVID years. So, so I get that part of it. I'm not saying the committee is necessarily wrong. I'm saying I disagree with the criteria that they're applying in this strange year. Ohio State will be without the head coach Ryan Day against Michigan State. What impact should this have on the game with Larry Johnson Sr. taking over? Uh, Larry Johnson's been there since 2014, the defensive line coach. So he understands the, the principles and the players there. He'll be fine. I think the big issue is we don't know which players yet won't be available. They, they say they will announce it later today. We'll find that out. But really, for the committee, they are looking at what this Ohio State team is on tape and from the standpoint of games. Last we saw them was against Indiana a couple of weeks ago. They barely beat the Hoosiers, and they made a lot of mistakes, especially in pass coverage. They gave up almost 500 yards passing to Indiana two weeks ago. And I think the committee wants to see if that's an anomaly or an identity. And so shorthanded, 
they're going to have to show the committee in this game against Michigan State that they've got some of those problems with communication and assignment mistakes ironed out. Now, in fairness to Ohio State, you've got a situation where Alabama's defense struggled their first four or five games as well with communication and assignments, and then they locked in. This is a matter of COVID limiting their preparation coming into the season. So Ohio State now is where Bama was a month ago. But the question is, will Ohio State elevate to where Bama is today? They've got the ability, but we'll see if they do. Trevor, the Big Ten Conference has some, I don't know, some brainstorming to do if for some reason Ohio State can't play Michigan because of the COVID situation. So, therefore, I guess they won't qualify by not having enough games to play in the Big Ten Championship. What should they do? Well, there's a lot of speculation that the Big Ten might change that rule so Ohio State could play in the Big Ten championship anyway. If they do, there will be an uproar, especially from Indiana, because Indiana would have been the team, assuming everything goes the way we expect it to, that would have represented the Big Ten East if Ohio State doesn't get enough games. And that rule would be specifically to push down Indiana's opportunity to elevate Ohio State above Indiana. Now, not not from a standpoint of who won the game. Ohio State beat them head-to-head. I mean from a standpoint of the rule as to who might be eligible to play in the Big Ten championship game. And if they do that, it'll be, it'll, you talk about wailing and gnashing of teeth. There'll be a pitchforks and, and, you know, fire Jeez. at the Big Ten offices <laughs> if they do that. So I kind of hope that they stay with what they've got. There's no doubt about it, especially because when you're having a season for the ages, to have it end in a thud like that in Bloomington would be devastated. That's Trevor Maddich either joining us from Bristol or Area 51 with those alien comments. Not sure which one. Thank you, Trev. I'll never say. <laughs> Thanks for backing me on the air race system, oh, too, man, comment, hey, Trevor. Trevor. I appreciate uh, you. I'm not listening. Way you to tell Trevor. the truth. Hey, no, hey listen, it's, it's, this, it's a great argument in football, and both sides are right. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. That's Trevor Maddich, by the way, taking you inside the magic of ESPN. Trevor Maddich was on ESPN Radio and on ESPN all at the same time. I'm watching it right now. How can he be in two places at once? Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Look, well, hang on one second. We all accidentally damage our phones. It happens now. Straight Talk Wireless, new Platinum Unlimited plan includes phone protection, just 65 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, data, and more. See mobile protect terms and conditions at assurion.com slash straight talk. Limitations and exclusions apply. On the way, a man that is trying to do something that most people think he never thought he could win a national championship at a school that's been through a ton. His amazing story. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It was just fun. It was fun to be back on the floor and see teams play. Austin Oh gets it back out to Askew. Left wing three. Good. They've got some talent, man. They're, they're, they're good. Kicks out. Right side. Kisper. Pretty good look at a three. And he hits it. It's just good. A lot of work has gone into getting the games on. Garza with another offensive rebound. Jump hooks it in. Garza. Luca Garza. And it's been really bumpy. Tremendous effort's been made. It's, it's fun to have it back. That's Jay Billis. Heard about three of the great teams in the country. Gonzaga, Luca. Luka Garza and Iowa and the Baylor Bears. And it's a pleasure to be joined by their head coach this morning, Scott Drew, on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Gigantic game coming up this weekend between number one Gonzaga and number two Baylor with the Bears off to a quick start with coach out of the gate. Had a couple games that had to be rearranged, but that's life in 2020. Coach, good morning. I want to start with something that I normally would never start with in an interview, but for people that don't realize the kind of job you have done at Baylor, I just want to mention this. Um, You took over under probably the most horrendous circumstances that anybody has taken over a head coaching job in any sport that I can remember. Cliff Notes version, you of course know, but just for our listeners that don't, the Baylor basketball program underwent a horrific incident when one player murdered another and your predecessor essentially tried to cover it up. Bill Self, a guy you know well in the league, said, quote, it would have taken John Wooden a while to right that ship. But here you are at number two in the country and the favorite to win the Big 12 over Self and company. Tell me what this journey has been like, putting this program back on the map. Well, it's, it's been a blessing uh, uh, being surrounded by great players throughout the years to help build the program. Uh, a very loyal staff and diligent and, and uh, hardworking and great staff that uh, uh, several of them are now uh, head coaches and doing a great job running their own programs. And then Coach Tang and I came in together and uh, to be with him for 18 years. And as he says, do life together. It's been a it's been a great journey and a lot of ups and a lot of downs like you have in life. But when you love the people you're with, it makes it that much more enjoyable. And uh, uh, we're really blessed to, uh, to have a program where it's at. And uh, again, I owe all that to uh, the players and the staff that I've had. Scott, you and I have been friends for a long time. Have you have you ever taken a second just to kind of stop and think about what you've been able to accomplish? I know you still have a lot more work to do, winning a national championship, things of that sort. But when you reflect truly on what you have accomplished, how does that make you feel? Well, uh, similar to you, Jay, we're just always moving forward and we're never looking <laughs> back. Uh, uh, and, uh, one day I'm sure we'll have time for that, but uh, – uh, you've been down, you've talked to our program, you've helped uh, uh, instill some of the culture we have in our program and uh, uh, a lot of similar similarities to what's made you successful. And that's a lot of hard work. And uh, I still remember the things you've told our team and we try to embrace them and uh, uh, work like you did. Coach, when you look at it, you played uh, number five Illinois and they averaged coming into that game 98 points a game. But that defense that you have held them to about 69 points how do you envision slowing down the number one Gonzaga team that you're going to face on Saturday? 
Well, well, first and foremost, you look at these scores this year in college basketball, and uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Jay, Keyshawn, I mean, you might be NBA basketball. We're putting up some big numbers <laughs> exactly. out there. So it seems like every game you're getting ready to play, someone's averaging 99 or 95. So uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, transition defense is always critical in any big game, and uh, it's always important, especially in the beginning of the year. And uh, we're really good at taking care of the basketball because if you turn it over, there's really no defense for two-on-three or two-on-one and three-on-two breaks. Um, but if we take care of the basketball and then do a good job uh, uh, in those first three steps sprinting back, uh, if you don't, you don't give yourselves a, a chance to win a game like this. So uh, I, I've, I've, I've heard there's been 43 matchups of number one versus two, and the combined point total uh, uh, since that is uh, one point. So a lot of great games over the years when you've had one versus two, and it's always uh, uh, a great thing for your sport, no matter what sport it is. So uh, we definitely got to take care of the basketball. We got to sprint back and make sure we're matched up and uh, try to make them score as much in the half court as possible. Scott, how special is Jared Butler? Well, um, very, very blessed to coach a guy like that. Uh, not only a real talented player, but even a better person. Um, he, 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 he's high, high character, one of our spiritual leaders on the team. And uh, he makes it fun because every day he's got a smile. He, he brings positive energy. And uh, 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 he's just always uh, excited to do life. Games have been canceled for Baylor because of the COVID situation. How tough has it been to navigate around all of those things? Considering you had it, Coach. Oh, considering you did well, have it. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you that uh, uh, the toughest thing probably was uh, uh, trying to schedule games because we had worked so hard to put this calendar together, and we were going to open up with Arizona State, and then if you won, you were going to get Villanova, and then you had Seton Hall and the Big East Challenge, and then Illinois and then Gonzaga. And I mean, that, that's a pretty good five games to start the season. And then uh, um, I, I test positive, and uh, – um, as most people out there, I think a lot of times uh, uh, um, it, it, uh, with your kids, that's uh, my, my third grader plays basketball, my seventh grader plays basketball. And once I, I tested positive, found out they had it. And uh, I know uh, uh, we did a great job uh, with our social distancing and uh, our medical team and staff making sure that we weren't in the locker room, didn't meet. And because the whole goal was if a coach gets it, it doesn't stop the team from playing. And uh, we've, we've been – everyone else has tested negative since that. And uh, I think we're on like week 14 where, uh, besides me, uh, all negative tests. So the guys have done a great job. But scrambling to find uh, those games when I was out, that was the hardest thing I've done in a long time. And I felt so bad that our guys weren't playing. So uh, I was working extra hard and glad they were able to go to Vegas and play uh, uh, Louisiana and then play Washington, that's for sure. Coach, what are your thoughts on the whole NCAA tournament being held in Indy, one centralized location? Well, well, I think I think uh, uh, definitely thinking outside the box this year is the right thing to do. And uh, I know uh, uh, I was talking with uh, Coach Few uh, last night, and they've been on the road since the season began. And uh, whatever the NCAA ends up uh, uh, formulating and doing, uh, keeping people in one location uh, or with uh, uh, the least amount of travel is definitely a great idea. And, and our guys have really adjusted well. Um, uh, right now, some of them are getting ready for finals and uh, uh, with the academic support that our, our programs have and uh, what a great job they do making sure our student-athletes uh, 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 can do well in the classroom even though they're not there. And especially with so many uh, classes on Zoom now, um, you're able to do things like this. I'll tell you what, 
Chip and Joanna got nothing on you, bro. You are the man in Waco. You've done such a great job, and good luck tomorrow against Gonzaga. Thank you, Coach. Scott, good luck, brother. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You got it. If you're a DIY, you maybe know about that. It's not exactly a sports thing, but you know, ask the girlfriend about it. She'll know about it. She'll know about it. See you. So, how about this, real quick? So, Gonzaga has just been off the charts. They have a young kid named Drew Timmy who has been playing outrageously good basketball. They have Jalen Suggs, their first ever top ten recruit. Coach mentioned you look up ever first ever ever for Gonzaga, which is insane. Previous to that, they had Zach Collins, who was their first one and done. Everything is just moving in mm-hmm. the right direction. Um, but Coach mentioned it. It looks like an NBA game. Gonzaga scored 102 points against Kansas. Not just any old team. They scored 102 points against Kansas. I, there was a D1 game. I don't know the actual name of it this uh, past weekend where somebody one team scored I went like 170-plus points. It was just we it, the, the NBA game has translated to the college game. And when it has done that, there's an opportunity for a guy like Scott Drew that can throw a variety of multiple looks of defense at you that gives them a chance to really make their staple. And that's what this Baylor team is all about. They've always played hard, but that zone defense, that matchup zone defense, really throws teams off. It'll be really interesting to see the game tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Merrill. When questions find you, Merrill Edge self-directed investing is personalized tools and insights to help you find answers. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, registered broker-dealer, member SIPC. On the way are smart picks in sports and our smart picks in movies with an actor you may not have thought about for a while and his best flicks. That's on the way. Of course, we are presented by Progressive Insurance, and at this time every Friday, we roll with our friends at Redbox for the smart picks in sports and in movies. Movies this week is going to be really interesting if you're of a certain age. This guy was as big as you can get as an A-list movie star back in the day. We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, fellas, the smart picks in sports, all of it brought to you by Redbox, the smart pick in sports for you this weekend. Key is? I might as well continue to keep hating Rams over the Cardinals. Ain't Might as well, right? I just, Double down. Since Jay will say I'm hating all the time, I'm a hater, I'm just going to hate. I, I'm just, it feels like there's some animosity there towards yeah, the Cardinals. Right. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm actually going to go, it's kind of corny because I know what's going to happen, but I'm going to go with the Eagles Packers just because I want to see Aaron Rodgers continue to thrive and I want to see how Carson Wentz in the Jalen Hurts situation continues to play out for Doug Peterson. Yeah, a lot of good opportunities here to watch college basketball. I don't know. With Baylor and Gonzaga, that's a one-two matchup. I'm going to pick a game. Key's going to roll his eyes here because I've been talking about this all week. There is a college football team that has not won a conference championship since 1912. Rutgers! The Iowa State Cyclones have not won a conference championship since 1912. They have a huge game against West Virginia on ESPN at 3.30 Eastern. Right now, if you take a look at the Big 12 standings, how many days could you say this ever that Texas and Oklahoma are looking up at Iowa State. Think about all the advantages those two schools have and think about what Iowa State is. They're doing a good job. And Iowa State has done a fantastic job. They've beaten both Texas and Oklahoma. Coach, this Coach year. Campbell's done a good job. Run for the hills, man. As soon as they <laughs> offer you, go. Don't stick around too long. Speaking of Texas, Urban Meyer to Texas, maybe? Is man. that is that looming? Herman Seed is scalding hot. Is that hot. looming? Scalding hmm. hot. I don't know. Before we get in the red box, got a real quick one for you. Go ahead. 
uh, once upon a time I was over in France. And, and Wait, what? Once upon a time I was over in France. Where, yeah, in, France? Oh, where in France, please? South of France. I was in South of France real quick, though. I just want to tell you how stupid I could be sometimes. Real quick. I, I was, because we, we're talking about movies. And, and yeah. I know Brad Pitt from the Hollywood scene in L.A., whatever. Name I see drop. Him. Name yeah, drop. name drop. I see him. I say hi, whatever. He brings me over to their little <laughs> section or whatnot. There's a guy with colored glasses on, yep. and he's talking to me, having a conversation with me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. He's telling me. I asked him, what do you do for a living? Where are you from? He says, I'm from Ireland. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. What do you do for a living? He says, oh, I'm in the music business, da-da-da. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. Like, you know, so what do you do? He's like, oh, I'm making records on this, that, and the other. And so I'm like, oh, you stay, keep your head up. You know, you're going to just keep, man, this thing, I know it's tough in the entertainment grind business. It. Grind it out, the whole deal. Look at you being motivational. Brad, Brad Pitt goes, <laughs> hey, man, you ever heard of U2? I'm like, no, no. I, I, I kind of know the group or whatever. He says, that's the lead singer of U2. I'm like, who, who's, he says, Bono. I'm like, let it breathe. I'm like, oh, damn. This dude here? Bono. Bono. Oh, okay. I, but I'm trying to encourage zero him. Zero idea who he, Bono was. Zero, zero clue. I, because I know you two, but I don't. That's not really, you know, I got to be. But you're in the south of France with Brad Pitt. You would assume I'm, that Brad Pitt would probably be with other celebrity type people. No, I didn't because you, you had to see the crew. You know what uh. I'm saying? So it wasn't. I didn't assume. I don't really know the music. And so I know the name you two. At the time, I didn't know Bono, the way he looked, the glasses. I just was like a, under a rock, you know, and so. Would you what, ever recognize The Edge? No, okay. I would not. Another member of YouTube. See, yeah. I you don't wouldn't, know Bono. I wouldn't you know. Him members of YouTube. <laughs> it was just, it was the funniest thing ever, though, because I'm sitting there trying to give some words of encouragement about. <laughs> just continue, keep making it. Keep to, fighting, Bono. You'll make I it may eventually. be able to help you. I do know. <laughs> Like Jimmy IV and Dr. Dre and some other people. <laughs> which, which, in ath- which in athletes terms means I will be able to help you, but I'm probably not going to help you because I'm definitely not going to follow up and help you. <laughs> I'm stupid though, right, Zubin? Hey, hey, you're in the south of France chilling with Brad Pitt and Bono. You got to be doing something right, bro. You got to be doing something right. I was right. with my wife at the time. I wasn't, you know. What I kind of boat you pull up him. in? What kind of boat were you in? Man, we was in a taxi. Come yeah. on, man. I just want to tell that story. Because we were talking about movies and I just thought yes. about it. A taxi in St. Tropez. We yeah, see it all the time. Okay. So the smart pick on Redbox, now available at, to rent at Redbox on demand at the same time it's released in theaters. Freaky. Starring Vince Vaughn. Yes, Vince Vaughn back in the game. A slasher black comedy take on the body swapping movie magic where a young high school girl swaps bodies with a deranged serial killer that's played by Vince Vaughn. It's very heavy, but actually it's not. The girl is less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent and to prevent her classmates from getting killed. So I hope Vince Vaughn uh, actually gets uh, killed in this movie because that would actually help Jeez. the school. All right, so here we go. So what's your favorite Vince Vaughn smart pick with Freaky ready to go on Redbox anytime you want? It's a little strange to see Vince playing a deranged serial killer. He's always been the laughy, goofy, life of the party sort of dudes. Your favorite Vince Vaughn movie, and I will tell you if it's on um, Redbox and available to watch anytime you want. Well, I have a couple of them, obviously. I, I like the breakup. It's there. Wedding Jennifer Crashers Anderson. was it's cool. There. Wedding Crashers, good. Uh, legit. Wedding Crashers was just funny because I could see that happening Owen for Wilson, real. Yep. Like you know, um, old that school, does happen. Right? That old, does school, happen. Old, school, old school, great. Old school. Jeremy Piven, old school, classic. That's um, it. That's on there. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. What, what would be another Swingers. one? Swingers. Is legend- like, that's that's Swingers is legendary. Yes. Come on, baby. I'm sure I saw it. I don't remember it, though. Starsky talk- and Hutch is, because I remember Starsky and Hutch as a kid. The old one. Yeah, the yeah, old, right. the actual television show. Can right. we talk about Dodgeball? I mean, yeah, I love that- Dodgeball. <laughs> Nobody makes me believe my own blood. Nobody. Yeah, I'm a pass on Dodgeball every time. Everything you just mentioned is all Couples on Retreat. That is on Redbox. South Couples of France, retreat. I don't know where they retreated. but It was, was good. Couples yeah. Retreat was They weren't one. pulling up in a taxi, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Before Christmas is also available. The internship, which I actually think is a very feel-good story oh. uh, about uh, overcoming and not judging people. It was a really good movie, The Internship. Good class. lesson it's for okay. the kids as well. Watch new movies and top entertainment, plus try free live TV on Redbox with over 80 channels of news, TV shows, viral videos, and Man, more. Just keep working hard, Jay. You're going to make it. <laughs> You're going to make it one day, Bono, I one swear. One day you will make it in Keep hoops. putting in the time. That's one, that's one of the funniest stories, man, in my life, though. You know, because I... I, I I knew and I know who he is, but at that time, I just wasn't, you know, I and, and I wasn't paying attention like that. Can you imagine if you found out, if you didn't find out it was Bono, you gave him your number. You're like, oh, hit me if you ever need anything. And then, you know, but what, as I the just... story was going, Brad was like looking at me and he like, man, you don't, I'm like. You don't know who that is? that is? How many records did you sell? <laughs> How many have you sold? You just know? keep working, Bono. Just One keep... day you'll break through. <laughs> You know you done had the moments before where you're talking to somebody and you don't really know. You put your no, foot in your mouth. No, not like you that. You put your foot in your mouth not before. Like that. <laughs> you too. Take it a sec. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.